Hi, today is Tuesday, March 30th, and our scripture reading is from Luke 22, 39 through 46. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping, he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Last summer, I had foot surgery. I had been in pain for quite some time, and the doctor asked if I was ready to get this thing fixed. In a weary moment, I said, yes. Then I began asking questions about the surgery. The more questions I asked, the more apprehensive I became. One friend who had gone through the same surgery said it was the most painful recovery of any surgery he had ever experienced. His assessment was accurate. And as I'm waiting for the foot to feel normal again, I'm told that it only takes a year. On the morning of the operation, I asked the surgeon if we were going to be friends when all this was over. With a nod and a smile, he said, probably not. That was an ominous sign. I couldn't drive for six weeks and was totally dependent on my wife to take care of me. And she did. The throbbing ball of nerves at the end of my leg caused me to rely on her exclusively for almost two months. She was my angel. Now, my surgery wasn't life-threatening, just painful. The word excruciating crossed my mind several times over the weeks of recovery, like the time my foot fell off the scooter and pounded the concrete. I can still feel those waves of pain birthed in my foot and exiting the top of my head. The origin of the word excruciating is Latin and is derived from the word cruciate, which means out of the cross. Several words are associated with cruciate, torment, agony, torture, suffer, anguish, and the list goes on. The prefix X adds another layer of intensity. It is no wonder that our Lord, praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, asked that, if possible, this cup would be taken from him and his sweat became as great drops of blood falling to the ground. He was about to endure the most intense pain imaginable. Not only would he bear the sin of all mankind, but would hang by nails on a rough wooden beam excruciating. But in the midst of the garden experience and accompanying betrayal by Judas, there is a sentence that most passed right over, Luke twenty-two forty-three. The verse simply says, an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. At Jesus' darkest moment in the garden, God sent a heavenly messenger to comfort and strengthen our Lord. Have you ever stopped to reflect on that moment in time? Visualize Jesus on his face before God, 
with an angel kneeling over him, whispering words of comfort. Some early Greek manuscripts don't contain this verse, but the act is not unprecedented. This happened another time when Jesus was suffering at the hands of Satan in the wilderness. Mark tells us in 1.13 that during his most difficult period, angels attended him. When Jesus found himself distressed and at the limits of his earthly existence, God sent heavenly messengers to whisper words of support, comfort, and reassurance. The writer of Hebrews reminds us of this promise of God to his children. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. That promise extends all the way from Deuteronomy 31.6 and will extend until we reach heaven's shore. The truth gleaned from these words is this, God cares. In the midst of our most painful, excruciating moments, He is there. In the midst of our greatest disappointments and hurts, He is there. When we are overwhelmed by tragedy, He is there, and He cares. We are never alone when we embrace Christ as our Savior. He has walked the long, painful road of this life. In fact, He walked it all the way to the cross. But His heavenly Father made certain that He never walked that road alone. Alone. 